0: of course. My name is David. My name's Matt. And we are the Taylor Bros. Woo! Yeah.
1: Yes, we are.
0: Yes, we are. And Matt nice today hat. wanted to uh, record an episode on gratitude. Was there any particular reason for that? Mm.
1: I need to stop taking big drinks. That's just we're doing an introduction. You always ask me a question just as I've taken a big swig of drink. Um, yeah, I'm grateful for that tendency. Well, obviously... It's not something we practice here in the UK, but this week um, is the wonderful celebration of Thanksgiving as it's practiced over the pond in the States, which I don't really know an awful lot about the history of it, but I quite like the concept of a celebration focused around gratitude. Whether or not that's the reality many people experience is another thing, but the idea of that that's the central thing that gathers people together. We gather to be grateful together, grateful for the people we are with and all the things that we've been blessed with. So I like that idea. It's a good time of year to do one on gratitude. And then, of course, there's more than enough research out there and even just from our own experience of, yeah, the world seems brighter when we are practising being grateful. Mm.
0: Oh, definitely. And I think we talked about this a little bit in the past, maybe a little bit before anyway. But the idea of gratitude journaling and how, you know, writing down three things you're grateful for significantly impacts you in a positive way that you are more grat- grateful, you are more optimistic beyond when you just do that so that if yeah. you do it i, I can't remember for it's for a relatively short time but the effects are positive for up to six months later even wow. if you stopped for several months and so the idea of being grateful and looking for things to be grateful
1: for is really quite important for us mm. i think one of the things that there, it stands out for me just from some of the stuff we've talked about and reading is it's almost like we notice more what we're looking for. It's kind of that axiom of if you're looking for something, you're much more likely to find it. So if I'm looking for things to be grateful for, I'm much more likely to find things to be grateful for. And so how do you become a grateful person? You become a grateful person by practicing gratitude. It's not something that is just a natural disposition, I think. I think especially in today's world where we've got all these uh in streams of information that are leading us towards maybe disconnection and and fear and anxiety and everything, actually, we have to work at becoming grateful and Mm. not just going to naturally happen. And
0: and like you said, I think it is what we look for. But also, I'd say probably for most of us, our natural bent is to look for the broken, to see, hey, this didn't work, or this frustrated me, or um, hey, that's inconsistent. I mean, I discovered something recently, and they said one of the reasons why when you're doing a presentation, you shouldn't put the words on behind you and read them is because most people will look for inconsistencies between what you say and what they can read. And so they're not actually engaging in what's going on. They're looking for an inconsistency. And I think, well, yeah, we're trying to look at, is it the same? Is this right? Ah, that's broken, or that wasn't the same, or let's fix that. And so most of us are going around and experiencing um, that sort of tendency rather than, hey, I'm really grateful that this happened, or, oh, that was an opportunity that uh, I could show um, thankfulness towards that. And so... Mm. Yeah, we do really have to work hard to move to that space. I wouldn't say I'm the best at it. Um, definitely.
1: Yep, absolutely. So, um, yeah, have you have you had a gratitude practice in the past, David, or have you had something that has helped you to be grateful?
0: Uh I think being reminded about the benefits of it is good and then you sometimes you just feel like moments so I, I've had occasionally get them as well. It's just oh, I'm just so grateful for this and for these things and for this moment um and sometimes you know when I when I pray, I'm remembering to be thankful for the things that um, are around me and I think that's really good um I was actually thinking I was, I was listening to this story of a woman who her mum was going to die they discovered that she was terminally ill and so recorded like hours tens of hours of like conversation with her and they spliced it all together later after the mum had died to sound like a real conversation so it it was quite an interesting thing but one of the things the mother said is it's okay to grieve but also be grateful you have things to be grateful for and when Mm. you're grateful It's harder to be sad. It's harder to be depressed. It's harder to be in a grief place. Um, And uh, I think that's a good reminder that actually sometimes we can be deeply frustrated. Rightly so sometimes, and many times probably it's not that important why we're frustrated. But actually where we can flip that and go, hey, what am I grateful for right now? Even in the midst of that, that can help just let some of that other stuff go. Let some of the burden go. And actually, help us be a bit more sunny and positive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, a a common trap that we easily can fall into, or many of us, is a yeah. um, a woe is me mindset, a, a negative victim mindset, in various circumstances. And definitely, there's something about practicing gratitude which reminds us, oh yeah, like I didn't necessarily just deserve that that wasn't ju- that wasn't uh, due me for you know i don't want to take that by for granted i want to recognize i have been benefited by maybe a benefactor and i have been given good things and so that's something that i want to be grateful for and it gets me out of that oh i never get this or i never or everything's always terrible it's like, well actually as soon as something's good and i choose to focus on it it just tells the lie to that story and it gets me out of a victim mentality which is not productive and i think can get us into that negative spiral so Mm. a practice of gratitude can be very productive because it counters us from a very self-destructive and just self-focused and self-absorbed mindset of ah everything's terrible and i only ever get the worst
0: and and gratitude in that regard like you said it can change your perspective from self to others especially when we're showing gratitude towards other people when i show gratitude to specific and Sincere, meaningful way that really it will help you because you go, be like, Oh wow, like that's you know not normal for an English person. Mm. Um, but also, uh, it's really good for me because I'm like, Oh, I'm, I've helped somebody else, I've got out of my own way a little bit. And and so sometimes I try and do that to people around me. Uh, it's not a regular habit practice, shall we say? Yeah. Um, but it's something I try and do. Have you had a gratitude practice or done gratitude journaling? Well, before we go into that, uh,
1: there was uh, a study that I came across in an article. um, So I haven't read the study. This is secondhand. We can put the link to the article in. But Bartlett and Desteno, I don't know how you say his name, uh, in 2006, um, said there's a, a positive relationship between kind, helpful behavior and feeling grateful. And this one of the things that was fascinating is even just reminding someone or reminding people of someone else who helped them, it increased their likelihood of helping a stranger, not, not necessarily reciprocating, but passing it forward as it were. And so there is an element here as well of, you know, if I look around and I see the world is as doom and gloom as I think it is because of the news and everything. I can actually genuinely have an influence for the positive in doing that by if I'm practicing gratitude and remembering who I'm grateful for, I'm more likely to pass that on to someone else Mm -hmm. and who knows who they might bless. And so it can be that sort of pay it forward. And there was that great film, pay it forward a little, a number of years ago.
0: Mm. Um, Yeah. And it's just that idea as well. Like you said, there's no such thing as a self-made person. Mm. Uh, we ha- we are reliant on other people. Other people have helped us on the journey. And it's quite a dangerous lie for your ego and for yourself to believe that. But actually, and, and many times, I suppose I'm thinking now of like, thanks, thank you speeches, right? That you hear when some movies, you know, maybe it's at the Oscars or something. It's, oh, thank you for this person and thank you for this person. And let's be honest, they don't make great speeches. Um, but we kind of like the... That they are grateful in that moment. Although, <laughs> uh, is it is it true? Is that just part of the culture now that you thank someone when you win an award? You
1: know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's become yeah. socially acceptable. Yeah, the script that you have to follow. Interesting. I don't. I don't know about that. Maybe that's getting getting into the weeds a bit. But as for practices, you know, we want to be eminently practical with this podcast, and we come in um maybe to a bit of a the the what's it called the sharp end of the needle no i don't know we're getting to the point where we want to come up with some ideas of helping people actually be grateful i have had for a number of years now a gratitude journal and at different times it has been more regularly populated than others at this point i'm a little bit of a fallow ground one of the things that I've found helps me to keep it consistent, unsurprisingly, is not necessarily putting a high bar on how many things I have to say thank you for every day, you know, or get to, I get to say I'm grateful for each day. How
0: often are you allowed to repeat something?
1: Like, well, again like a week or like is it a couple
0: of days? Or you know, it's like, oh, yeah, it, you know.
1: When I first got into about a year ago, I kind of re restarted this gratitude practice and there were some stipulations that one of them was you know 10 completely new individual things every day and no repeats right Ever. Uh, the idea there is to stop it from just being wrote oh, well, i'm thankful for the sun i'm thankful for my job i'm thankful for my house and it just becomes you just do it because you do it and you're not actually really engaging so there is an element of keeping it fresh and it causes you to think and to look again you know, mm. I think um, it might have been G.K. Chesterton I was reading about, and he he was known as incredibly just thankful and joyful. And he even got to the point where he was like, I'm just thankful for how red red is. Isn't it amazing? And, you, you know, you can get, so you can get to the point where you're looking and you're looking and you're looking and you're just going, yeah, actually, like, when you really consider things and you stop to pause, it you can find appreciation in that. So I appreciate that. And I think there's definitely merit to that. But on the other side, over time, it can be like, oh, man, I've got to come up with another 10 completely unique things today. And I'm feeling a bit tired at the end of the day now. So, yeah, the freedom, I think, is to, to, to whatever limitations and constraints you want. What's helped me in the last few weeks to get back into it is just going, just write one thing. You know, just write something that you're grateful for and it doesn't matter if it's the same as it was yesterday but truly try to feel it and that's where one of the things from the challenge last year I really liked it was write what you're grateful for and then also why you're grateful for it Mm. and then just say in your head or out loud thank you Mm. for that thing Uh,
0: I like the the thing you said, said before that as well that it's like write it and then truly try and feel it because sometimes we wait until we feel grateful and then we show gratitude, right? Yes. Like, oh, I'm really feeling grateful, now I'm going to show gratitude. But actually, sometimes it's like, let's look for those moments to be grateful. Let's yeah. feel that and then I can express it. And you're you're bringing that around. You're training yourself to feel that, not just wait for the spontaneous, for the the right things to align, but actually you're getting into that pattern of noticing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you're you're taking... <sighs> Well, I'm reading a book at the moment um, called Renovation of the Heart. And one of the things he talks about is we (laughs) in our culture, we get it wrong. We get it the wrong way round. We make our decisions based on our feelings rather than recognizing that, yes, you can't directly control your feelings. I can't choose. I'm going to feel grateful right now. But depending on what I think about feelings can come so it's like we can indirectly shape and transform our our life our emotional landscape by changing the things i dwell upon regularly and that's again you look into the research you look into these things and people say yeah you might not immediately you, you might well immediately see an uptick in your mood if you start practicing gratitude but you might not see for the first couple of days or weeks a massive change but built over weeks and months and even years you can change your outlook and so do you become a grateful person you become oh i see the world from a grateful perspective rather than i see the world from a i don't know negative perspective yeah
0: Yeah. and there is a co-directional relationship between thoughts and feelings like when you're feeling frustrated you start thinking frustrated and angry and maybe vengeful when but but also like you said it's harder to control the feeling thing so but we can control what we're thinking about and that has the other direction where it's like oh i'm thinking about this so that now helps me feel this and so uh obviously in some of those harder emotions or maybe uh unpleasant emotions unpleasant, shall we yeah. say uh then that can be harder to get out of that and to think about more grateful things but it definitely is a value and i mm-hmm. think we should we should probably wrap up here i think we've been yeah. down for about 10 minutes but uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think about gratitude and how you apply that, or what does that look like in
1: your days and weeks and and lives. i I found a list that I have of questions, gratitude questions. So what I might do is just put that in the show notes, and people can engage with that as much as they like. That includes things like write a letter to someone who's positive impacted your life. Mm. The world will be nicer if all of us write a letter to someone that has positively impacted us, that's again, a good use of time and paper and stampage. Yeah. I was going to say, keep the stamps in business. Exactly.
0: Right. That's us for this week uh, at the make it count podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. We really have as well. We're grateful for every one of our listeners.
1: Uh, Yes. Especially you (laughs) mum. I'm grateful for you as well, Dave. And all Uh, the other mums out there. (laughs) All the mums. Yes. Yes. Actually, well, last week, well, on Friday, we went to a, a concert in, in London And the, the pianist, she first got up and she said I was going to be um, doing this duet with my partner But he's injured his hand So I called my mum and she said I'll come and help you And so she came along and did the concert with her And obviously everybody gives the mum the biggest round of applause And so to mums out there, we're grateful for you you guys are the saviors. You're the, you're the real. You're the real winners. We love you guys.
0: That's all for us this week at the Making Camp podcast. See you guys next week.